Well, here we are again, looking at 1 Timothy chapter number 1, with a word for preachers. Reading 1 Timothy 1, verses 5 through 7. Now, the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart, of a good conscience, and of faith unfeigned, from which some, having swerved, have turned aside unto vain jangling, desiring to be teachers of the law understanding neither what they say nor whereof they affirm. I want you to notice this. The goal that we aim for, according to the law, is love. Where does it come from? A pure heart. A good conscience. Genuine faith. Not faith that is pretended or superficial, but genuine faith. Some have swerved from this. They've turned aside to making a lot of noise, and it's empty noise. They really don't know what they're talking about. They don't understand the things they're affirming. Their doctrine is wrong because their heart is wrong, because they haven't maintained purity of heart, goodness of conscience. They may not even truly believe. It may be pretended. I want to consider this, when he says unfeigned faith, that means not pretending. But also, the issue of a good conscience. It's where you've striven and are striving to keep your conscience clean before God and man in the things that you say and do. A pure heart, where your motives are right, because you're seeking to honor the Lord and help others. That's where your love comes from. When you look at these things, I want to just spend just a few minutes exhorting you brothers that let's be real. Let's be genuine. Let's be sincere. Our hearts pure. Our conscience is clean. Our faith genuine. Because otherwise... It's hypocrisy, and hypocrisy is play-acting. It is pretending to be something while not being that. Now, altogether too often, there are too many people that are playing roles. They're playing bit parts. They're not actually filling positions as much as they are pretending. Sometimes our pretending comes when we think that we're being real, when we think that we're doing rightly. You see, there are times that you and I are going to be tempted to be the super Christian. Being the pastor, we're expected to set the example and we want to keep the appearance of having it all together. We want to be the man who sets the tone, that we are the leaders. We are the people who know the book. And the honest truth is, is sometimes we're just a mess. Sometimes we struggle. Sometimes we battle. Sometimes we waver. Sometimes we're weak. Sometimes we're the ones who need picking up. And I realize that we're not to telegraph or advertise all of our insecurities and weaknesses and fears to those around us. 
But if we're not careful, we'll act as if we don't have those things at all. That we don't battle at all. That we don't struggle at all. We're super Christian. And it leaves others with expectations. And so it leaves others unafraid to confess weaknesses and fears and troubles and temptations and trials because they're afraid that someone's going to look down their noses at them, look askance at them and say, well, they're just not as strong as they ought to be. Leaves them in fear of being rebuked for weakness. So, brother, be real. Let your people know that you're human. Let your people know that you can have compassion on them. That you will be long-suffering and loving to them. Brothers, let your purity be real. Let your morals be real. Let your ethics be real. We've let a lot of things slide in my lifetime, and there are some things that I've had to learn the hard way. And I've learned that you have to be very careful with what you say. You have to be watchful. You have to be wise. You should always speak the truth in love, and there are some things that ought not to be said at all. We need to be real, morally pure, our hearts pure, motivated by the right things, the glory of God and the good of those to whom we're ministering. It doesn't matter if you have a great grasp of God's Word. If you're not genuine, your morals aren't right, or your ethics aren't right, or people know that you're in the ministry and you're doing what you're doing because you can get a paycheck or because you like being in front of people and you like the feeling of authority that you have and you like the recognition, then people aren't going to be as willing to listen to you. You're not going to be as helpful. Because, see, the mercenary spirit, when people are made merchandise of, according to Second Peter chapter 2, that's a mark of a false teacher. We don't need those marks of we need to be real where folks look at us and see not a person who by strength of personality or the things that he says is currying favor and seeking political point to make political points or gain or to um, get clout with a certain group of people they just see a man who loves God and loves them and believe it or not you might feel like, I ought not to let my weaknesses show because people won't respect me. Well, if you'll just be real and open that you are just as much a sinner as the next person, you need God's grace as much as the next person, and show that you're trusting in His mercies and His grace, and be real about that, and be genuine and transparent. I'm not saying you lay open all of your troubles. Too many people share too much information but I'm just saying that you're genuine. You're not pretending to be strong. You're not pretending to be holy when you aren't. You're not pretending to be super holy. You're just showing that you're a man. Loving God and loving His people and learning to walk in God's grace and in the light of His Word. You'll be a far better blessing than the man who's trying to impress everybody with how smart he is or how well he can speak. You'll go much farther in being a blessing 
than the man who by the strength of his personality causes many, many people to like him. He'll go much farther than the man who hides his weakness and hides his lack of ethics and his lack of morals and just goes on the strength of who he is as a person. Brothers, we're in this for the long haul. I started out with an exhortation to stay, to endure, to fight, and to labor through adversities. We'll see more of that. To do so, you can't be like a hireling watching the sheep who runs when trouble comes. You're going to have to be the shepherd that fights off the wolves. You're going to have to be the one that gets down and dirty with the sick sheep and gets excrement on his knees as he's kneeled down by him to help him. You're going to have to be the one who's breaking the way through the briar patches and through the woods to where you can lead them to the green pastures. You don't have to be real. You don't have to be genuine. You can't be pretending because you're going to wear yourself out and destroy yourself and others with you if appearances are all that you're concerned about. We've spent too much time worried about what people think instead of worrying about being real. Oh, sure, it matters what people think. And what matters the most about what people think is that they look at you and they don't just think it, they can tell it, they can sense it, they can know it, that you are genuine. That your love for God is not a put on. That your love for them is more than just words. That you're going to be there for them and hold up Christ and stand by them through the most difficult times of life and you're going to tell them the truth when they sin and you're going to be there in compassion when they fall and you're going to help them put things back together. You see, you're not supposed to be super Christian. You're not supposed to be super preacher. You're not supposed to be super pastor. You're not supposed to be head to shoulders above everybody in the sense but that's the appearance you give. You don't have to be real. You don't have to set the example. But you're going to have to be open and vulnerable to show them what it's like to live for Christ. What it's like to conquer sin. What it's like to deal with sorrow and heartaches and the struggles of life what it's like to battle through hardship and grief. You need to be the example of what is right, not just what looks right and what looks good, but what truly is right. And I don't know anything that is any more necessary in our day and time when we're surrounded by people who live for the smiles and the good pictures for social media and the put-on lifestyle, I don't know anything more necessary than for us to be real and just show what it's like to serve God genuinely above everything else. There's nothing any more convincing in the long run nor any more of a blessing than a pastor who is genuine, whose faith is unfeigned, who has a pure heart and a good conscience because He's keeping his nose clean. His motives are right. He only wants to honor God and be a blessing. And everything else 
or he just wants to do those things and everything else can fall where it may and get its own place as he does his work as someone who is not pretending but is real. Thank God for men who are real. I can think of some of you now who are older than I in the ministry and even some who are younger. And the blessing that you are to me because you're real. Sometimes it's a little raw and it's rough. But God's grace is sufficient for us all. And if we want to be a blessing, again, we have to be genuine. May God bless you.